Hi, welcome to TV Donut. I'm Piers Ray. With me is... Saskia and Hannah. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, today we're going to be talking about BBC One's Call the Midwife. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, a... it's an hour-long drama uh, based on real-life stories on the books, a series of three. Yes. It's the first show that we've watched so far that is still currently on the air. Yeah, it uh, first premiered in 2012. Is it on its third season right now? It's on, I think it's going into its fourth. I think going season four is airing right now. Yeah, it's actually, like, I believe, on tonight. Okay. Yeah. And it's... Or probably right now, since it's airing in London. It's a short British season, six episodes apiece. I think that the a couple seasons have eight episodes in them. At least the third one did. So they got an expanded order so, after the yeah. first season. So it's doing well, obviously. And they've done two Christmas specials as well, I yes, think. Yes, they have. Yes. Yeah. I would, a tradition I love about British television that we don't do here. Yeah. Do. It is available on Netflix, the first three series. So if anybody wants to check it out, you can find it there. I didn't, I didn't even think to look on Netflix. No, yeah. neither did I. I. That's how I watched it. Okay, you're smart. I borrowed a copy from a friend there legally. There you go. Well, I... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. All did, those things. We, all we acquired it through many means. Let's um, talk. You know, that's, it's not really important how you find great art, just no. that you get to see it. Just, wow, eventually. that's beautiful, Hannah. Right? That's a beautiful sentiment. I really okay, like that. Okay, so let's talk about the pilot. I'm going to read the uh, description. All right, Saskia's getting a second chance. This one is really good. It actually comes... Did you write a description? No, I didn't. It actually comes from the homepage of the show itself. Okay. Uh, And, uh, yes, I thought it was nicely put. Okay. This is the first episode of Call the Midwife. (laughs) Uh, The episode doesn't have a title. the pilot. In the spring of 1957, newly minted midwife Jenny Lee arrives in the east end of London to begin her career. After overcoming the initial shock that her new home, Nanata's house, thank you, is a coven. Convent? Convent. convent. It's a convent. I was like, a coven? <laughs> They're very similar, though. <laughs> totally different. They're not witches, they're nuns. Uh, and not a private <laughs> hospital. She quickly becomes immersed in her new life. Living with nuns and working in a community of colorful characters are different from anything Jenny has previously encountered. Um, that's yeah, that's a description of the show more than that's a not description a descri- of the pilot. Yes, it is. That's a description. I mean, that's like the introduction to the world. All that's right. not a yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay, fine. You're, you're, it's fine. Do you want to read the one or should we just talk about I it? No, I think we can go. We got there. enough. <laughs> I just so, think, um, the author of the books, Jennifer Worth, her stand in is Nurse Jennifer Lee. She arrives in the East End of London, the tough East End. To work at this convent. Her first case is with a Spanish well, woman who doesn't speak English and has... 24 20, children. 24 children. 24 children. That is... One, one of which... The, she had twins once. There's, so she's been pregnant. Twenty-two. so pregnancies. much to talk about yes. with that couple. But let's talk about, first off, the first thing uh, that we hear, once again, the third show in a row, mm-hmm. is voiceover. Yeah, this yes. time I didn't mind it. Well, this is my favorite show that we've watched so far. By the well, way, well, there we go. We haven't even started there. You loved it, Tathia. What did you think? I I really enjoyed it. I didn't love love it. Not sure. Not if, love love. It didn't Just grab a light me. Love. I know. I really enjoyed it. I don't have anything negative to say. Okay, that's. Yes. I okay. have yeah, a few yeah. negative things to say. Let's just do the overall first. You guys have watched a lot of television with me oh, yeah. since we've known each other, oh. and I often look away. There, yes. are, there are certain scenes, certain things that I cannot watch without feeling physically ill, and there have been occasions where I have actually gotten physically ill if I've accidentally seen something that I... TV has made you throw up? Yes. Wow. More than once. But a lot That's of things cool. have made me throw up, to be okay. fair. Like, it's a huge long list. So the two things that I cannot watch are people in extreme pain. Okay. And any kind of bodily fluids. Wonderful. Both of those. Yes. So the pilot of this show was that nonstop. Pretty much. And I still really liked it. I still really enjoyed it. And I still really 
want to see more, but it was it was hard for me. The like, even episode. the thought of a human person having twenty four children that makes me nauseous. Oh, but she she that was, was so insane. happy. That's it's fine mm. that she's happy, but that will kill you. Yes. You can't. Your body. I've never. Not, I've never really, even heard of that. It's. I want. To does look, it happen? I'm sure it, it has. Does. We should probably look up at some point who's had the most births ever because I really want to know like, what's yeah, the limit. I do, but oh, I. I feel like yeah. Out. She was so young too. Okay, but so, that happened yeah, quite I a just, bit way in. There was a couple things I would like. I just want to say I found out the person who's had the most children are Mrs. and Mr. Vasilyev. Uh, and they had 67 children. Oh, wow. 67. Next Wait. in line is 62. Are you joking? No, I'm on the Wikipedia list of most births How right is that now. possible? Uh, I, I guess they just... have quadruplets every and time. Twins, and they never stop trying. Multiple births. You were going to say you want to talk about the opening before we jump into the whole mama with 24 kids thing. Yeah. Well, the first thing she sees when she arrives in, in the East End is that fight between the two women, one of which is the pregnant pregnant woman who we will later yes. see come up later again yes. in the episode. Pearl. I wrote Pearl, down yes. Correct. Cat, cat calls and cat fights. So she's, you know, going about her business. Of course, all the men are cat calling her and, and whistling her. And then, yeah, she runs into the two pregnant women who are beating the crap out of each other outside of the hospital. Yeah, and I didn't realize either of them were pregnant for quite a while. Oh, we yeah. don't find and that that fight was going on until the, the end, pretty much, of the I fight. I thought she was pretty visibly pregnant. Yeah, she was. At the end of the fight. When, At the end uh, of the fight, when she's like, who's my patient here? And she steps out. I feel like that was the first time I noticed that she was she had a When the pregnant. fight is broken up by one of the nuns. Yeah. Who comes to collect Pearl. Who was great, by the way. I love her. Uh, right. Yeah, that's... Uh, she's a fantastic There's the, the sisters are Julianne, Evangeline, and Bernadette. Yes. The nuns. So and she, then also, yes, she obviously, comes, from the description, from the synopsis, we know she had no idea that she was going to a convent. No. Not, not a coven. Yeah. Uh, both probably would be equally as freaky mm-hmm. if you show up not knowing that that's what you're walking into. It's a weird surprise. It's also very well established that um, Jenny comes from a different background yes. than this area. Uh, 1957, East London, like, I was born in England, my parents grew up there, mm-hmm. my, they would have been about six years old at this time, right? right. So yeah. these women having these children, that's my grandmother's. It's incredible. Then there's so much detail in both episodes about just, I mean, all the smoking that's being done in these rooms. Yes, all uh, the pregnant women are smoking. Pregnant women constantly. in high heels. That was insane. That's Even crazy. when she went into labor, she was wearing those heels. Oh, That was in the finale. Yeah. That was great. I wonder if she... Well, we'll talk about that later. Well, that's something we haven't talked about yet, is uh, Sister Monica. Sister Monica! Okay, so the first person to greet her, really, upon Jenny's arrival at the convent is Sister Monica June. Joan. Sorry, Monica Joan. And who is also... Who Fantastic. is uh, a very spiritual, kind of an astrologer. Oh, she's... 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 Crazy. She's well, not crazy, cr- but she's... She's very in touch with her surroundings. She's very lively. May or may not be suffering from dementia. Yeah. Basically. They um, say, yeah, she's... When we first meet her in the first scene, she just seems just really sweet and delightful. Mm-hmm. And then they eat all the cake. Well, the first line she says is the, the She's the talking about how the planets are in Venus alignment. Are and then alignment. she takes Jenny to the kitchen for cake, which she detects by vibrations. Yes. So she's clearly... And- a little mentally unwell. She but. then she then forces her to eat like four slices of that cake, even though she's incredibly full. Yeah, she keeps guilting and you can her see into it. It's like, no, 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 yeah, no. Go she ahead doesn't and want any more of the cake. Yes, and then we later find out that she wasn't supposed to eat that cake at all. That was for everybody, yes. and now no one gets any because they ate it all. And Jenny feels very guilty, which she confesses. Yes, to one does, of the other sisters. After now you're going to have to because you live with nuns. Yes, so you can't start off by eating all their cake. And she said that whole thing about the evidence is always like on your face. <laughs> and then we get the horrible scene with the toolbox and the rectal tube made of glass. Oh yes, yes. Uh, like her induction into this place is being given her her medical kit. Um, and glass rectal tubes. Yes. You don't see those anymore. Uh, even she was surprised. I've been looking. That it was... Oh, God. <laughs> Always looking. That Part it was of made of glass. Oh, man. That was rough. That whole scene was rough. And then, yes, we meet Mrs. Warren, mom to 24 children, 
who doesn't speak any English, and her husband doesn't speak any Spanish. So they don't communicate, but they, uh, according to him, they don't need to. Yeah. They don't need to, because all they do is have sex, and they, clearly. <laughs> and then we later find out one of the best parts of the, well, I liked a lot of parts of the show, but one of the parts I really liked is how gossipy the nuns are. Oh, And how yes. we find out everyone's backstory, because they're the ones talking shit. Mm-hmm. So we find out, what, that she was 14 years old, she yeah. was a war bride, so they must have been in war with Spain. No, during the Spanish uh, yeah. Civil War. He met her there and brought her he back. kidnapped her, probably. Probably. I or mean, saved her or, from or something. bought her. They seem very happy for they someone who's seems... been bought. Fine. I'm not saying... They, they, Look, I they were very loving with each other. It is gross, but they do have a beautiful I marriage. guess it's just my nightmare, so that I, I'm just... To be a Spanish to... Civil War. But they're, they're right? married to a man I can't speak to and have 24 children. I don't I, know. Was it her oldest daughter, that girl? The... Yes. 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 The one she did out. speak both languages. Yeah, she was the communicator between her mom and doctor, but she didn't seem to really Not have the patience them. To, be, to help him communicate with her. They yeah. must have been married 20 years. How crazy is it that neither of them picked up any Anything. Of the I know. I, especially, I agree. Especially because she's too. living in England. I mean, I guess she never leaves the house. She's got 24 <laughs> kids. Yeah, she never gets her period because she's, she's pregnant, pregnant every second of her entire life. That's, that's pretty. That's so a feat. crazy. So we get uh, a call at the um, at the convent. Convent. Um, I can't pronounce the name. What's it called again? The place. The name of the. the oh, it's Nanatis House. Nanatis yes. House. I don't know why Nanatis House. house. Uh, we find out that there's about eighty to hundred babies born a month in this town, in their district. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's a lot of work. And then we get to see until they they discover a magic potion. Oh yes. Yeah. It was like called birth control. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the magic potion? Yeah. Because, like, they, they had condoms back then. They oh, had, yeah. Yeah. In the yeah, early of 50s. Course. I mean, they didn't have the pill, obviously. Condoms had been around for a long time. So it's, time. like, totally the dude's fault. Anyways, let's not go down that road. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so then we get to see the lovely enema. That was unpleasant. Was like, it a hot milk enema? Uh, Sorry, I guess we should say that they get called to this birth. Muriel. And yes. It, and it, they're all home births. Yes. The family nice. is eating downstairs in the kitchen. Her husband's just sitting downstairs reading the paper. So yeah, they don't go to the hospital unless there's some kind of medical problem. And the doctor does come. I wonder if my parents, there's no way my parents were born in they could have been. You gotta find out. Really this strange. was was where you. Who knows? Like, well, it's... my mom was born in Egypt because my father was over there. Oh, he was I see. In the military, so he was. She was probably born in a military hospital. It, my dad might have been born at home. It's oh, possible so that it wasn't a thing in all of Britain. Like, is it possible that it was just a he regional thing that lived happened there? Pretty close to that. Not as far east mm-hmm. as that, but he grew up in a two-bedroom house with his parents and his two brothers. Yeah. Well, there is, and also- they still live there. It's tiny. I'm gonna have to call him and ask him. That's crazy. I can't even. Like, I've slept in that room. <laughs> there is a scene at the end, Saskia, with those doctors. Doctors make a house call to attend to uh, part of Kachina Kachinas Conchitas, uh, Mrs. Warren. Oh, yes, yes. Conchita Warren, uh, the only Spanish character in the entire show. They, they come to attend to her birth, which has gone badly, and they're talking about, you know, 10 years ago this wouldn't have been possible, no ambulances. Yeah, no national health service. Yeah. One thing that they do talk about is that, that, you know, nobody would have been there to help these women before they would have just had the babies, which is... Also insane. Even crazier. And I think it's only it 10 years is. earlier. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's her first birth, right, that she attends. This, this young woman, she's 23 years old, she's on her... Fourth, fourth baby. When I wa- was watching the scene, did we find that out before she gave birth? No, she it was, was after, she right? Was during. She's chatting during, the yeah, whole time. I thought it seemed like to me that it was her first pregnancy, just from she the way she was. She looked very young to me, but yeah, I, and then the way that the woman—I think it was her mother—the way she talked to her, it was like it was. It seemed like she had never gone through it before, and it was gotcha. like, wait a minute, she already had three children. I was like. It seemed they were they were old hands at it. The mother was chastising the daughter for getting pregnant again yes. and making fun of her. Yes, and then the fire explodes and everybody's <laughs> covered in soot. I believe uh, that was like, a chimney sweep coming through. Uh, no, because they, they were complaining about the fire the whole time. They set that up. They're right? complaining about the chimney, but so not. they went back to that chimney a bunch of times. They shot. They showed a pic. The yeah. shot of I it. I think it was just clogged. Three or four times. And just 
I thought it was, uh, I thought they made reference to a sweep coming by at that moment. That's what it pushed all this soot down the, uh... Yeah, maybe. But... It seems like a strange thing to do, though, without warning anybody. <laughs> it does see... I guess he didn't know they was giving birth in there. Yeah, I guess. But, but we're skipping over the you hot milk enema. Oh, no, we didn't. We already talked about it. I want to talk about it more, because it looks so painful. Oh, it doesn't happen, right? I, not that you guys would know, but, like... I think it makes sense. People, I, I agree, but I... Flush, flush it out before you push it out by accident. Yeah. Also, the shot of uh, the main Stop. character, Jenny Lee, carrying that, like, beautiful porcelain bowl full of oh, yeah. down the stairs. And uh, then the dad being like, is it the afterbirth? It's good for the tomatoes. Oh, uh, so many great lines in this. Oh, so gross. Yeah. And then, uh, one of the sisters that's with her, uh, I don't know which one, says, sometimes we need to deal with what the Lord has sent us. And I was like, oh, that's going to be like a line that gets said a lot on this show. <laughs> it's like, no matter how terrible things get, we just got to deal with what the Lord has sent us. Yes. And then Jenny says that again. She references it the next time she's on her own. And and, uh, and she's delivering. Oh my God, what movie is that she's delivering? Anyways, we'll get to it. She only delivers two in this one. Uh, and then we meet Fred the Handyman. Fred the Handyman, one of the few men in the show, by the way. He's also in the finale. Fred, who works at the convent, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I th- yeah, I thought we met him earlier. He's set up as kind of a no, schemer. It, yeah, he likes to make his own beer. He accidentally sold some alcoholic ginger beer to children. Oh, but you know, yeah. it wasn't really his fault. No, because it's a, it's a science, not an art. And he's really more of an artist. Yes. And then uh, I would have... Wanted to say was how much I love the music in both episodes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Que Sera Sera is one of my favorite songs. Lots of swing, song. lots of Motown. 50s, just oh, yeah, rock that, that and That was roll. the montage. The yeah. Que Sera was Of all the, the smoking pregnant moms she was checking out. Yeah. So then she goes back to see the family, and uh, she has dinner with them. Yeah. To see, to see Mrs. Warren. Yeah, yeah, she's shocked by their sort of surroundings, like their living conditions. No, They don't use plates. Just I was a little surprised to see people just eating out of one big bowl together, but it was kind of nice. There were several nice. big bowls. They weren't, it wasn't 24 of them with one bowl. Oh, I only saw the one no, big pot. No, it was like family style. So there was like three or four bowls along the table. And yeah. there were plates of bread, which people seem to be using as plates of yeah. a sort. Uh, so that was actually kind of a So yeah, she's complaining about her ankles being swollen. They thought maybe she has preeclampsia. And the dad just kept saying stupid things like, well, no, we can't have problems because we never had problems. We never had problems. No, no, no. He said that we can't have, we should, he said that one of the other midwives said we won't have this problem because it only occurs in the first couple marriage, in the first first couple pregnancies. Yeah, but most people don't have 24 children. (laughs) They're talking three and four, not 17 through 30. Yeah, but the point is the problem occurs in early births, not later births. Oh, man. I don't know. This, is the, this isn't him talking. This is advice from the other midwife. Okay, yes, and then we got an even more disgusting scene where she was um, examining the woman who earlier was in the cat fight. Yes. Yes, when she's examining Pearl. And there's something very wrong with her downstairs area. She has a syphilid oh, well, shanker. No, we skipped over one thing. Uh, before she gets uh, goes in there with Jenny, she... Um, Talks to Muriel, Muriel, who um, observes her son peeing on the floor. Oh, yeah. Which Miss Winston yes. does nothing about. She doesn't care. No, Pearl just walks. She says, uh, would you mind looking after him for a minute? We're house training him, but at least he doesn't have pants on. Potty training him. Potty training him. He's not him. a dog. Um, and, yeah, and he's not wearing pants. Not, that was the or best shoes, part of that Or line, socks. Like. And then he steps in his pee as he's walking. Yeah. Yes, it was a good one. It was really gross. <laughs> but not as gross as her gross downstairs area. Yeah, her big... When she pulls down her pants, actually, Jenny kind of gags on the smell coming out yes. of her. Yes, and I loved her. I thought she was a great actress. Yeah, yeah. she was um, one of the best parts. There's a scene in the finale where something happens, and you see it affect her, and we don't know why it's affecting her, because we've missed the last Wait, couple Are you talking episodes. about Jenny? Yeah. We'll oh, I said we're talking about Pearl. No, Jenny. I guess yes. she's just fantastic as the lead here. Agree. Uh, we're back on Monica. Lazy Monica. Oh, uh, okay. Which scene is this you're talking about? I was. St- I'm still thinking about that syphilitic shanker. Yeah, let's not think about that mm. ever again. Can't oh, stop. Wait. Horrible. But with the with the scene too. Um, 
she has a freakout after she finds the lump because she thinks she could have possibly contracted something and she like washes her hands frantically. I think she just thinks it's completely disgusting. And it is, it completely, is completely disgusting. disgusting. Yes, and it, yeah, she's upset that I would never go back there if I had to see that. She oh. hasn't. I can't, like, do anything about it. She loses. That caps later, sorry. So Mrs. Warren takes a tumble. She falls over her, um, her son's the truck. kids' toys. Yes. They have money for trucks, but they don't have money for plates. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Maybe Their it was a present from are... Santa, you don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh, so they place. deliver the baby, there's a bad storm, fog, right? There's fog everywhere. There's fog. There's also the scene, the scene between Jennifer and one of the other nurses, either Trixie or Cynthia, where, where Jenny tells her that she's loved someone since she was 17 who she can't have, but she can't give him up. Right. Which is... It says to me, at that moment, I thought she's in love with a married man. Yes. Immediately, is my thought as well. So, yeah, in that scene, she's talking to Trixie, definitely, about how... It's the blonde one. How hard it is, this job. How does she deal with it? And Trixie says, you know, when I first got here, it was the same for me. And then, boo, immediately, it's like, do you have a boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> like, completely <laughs> changes the subject. There's something about you that's just... And, yes, she said she's love lorn look, right? She said she's been in love with the same man since she was 17. Mm-hmm. But she can't have him, and she can't give him up. So that was actually the only question that's raised in the pilot that we don't get an answer to before it's over. In the pilot, yes. Yes, no. So we will have to talk more about that in the finale mm-hmm. if we got any answers to that question. But yes. yeah, that was a really interesting scene, and it was really funny that they're still focused on, like, oh, yeah, but what about you? When are you going to get married? <laughs> yeah, it's a big goal, and it's a big goal in the finale as well. Like, yeah, it really the comes finale, but... But, I mean, I, it's kind of nice. I, the way they're doing it is is very interesting, I think. And we'll talk more about that in the finale, too. Like, sure, BBC, sure. English shows, they make a lot of different choices than, say, like, an American show would make. Oh, yeah. Things move a lot faster in people's relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, so you're right. They did have that conversation, and then they get the phone call. She runs out to... Conchita Warren's... Help Mrs. Warren, who is... Uh, she has a concussion from hitting did her head. Did either of you think when she passed out that she died? I did briefly, because she falls over the truck, hits her head, and then she just lies very still. But she also gets up after that again. She comes to, and then she passes out again, and then her daughter finds her and screams. And I was like, yeah. oh, she died. And that's why she's, like, screaming. But By she... the way, the scene where she falls in the concussion itself, where she starts hearing the sound of a baby screaming, yeah. and is, like, stumbling around, muttering in Spanish... Very disturbing. It was. Yeah. This whole, well, this whole scene with her was disturbing. was a baby screaming somewhere. Because yeah. Because she has, like, at least three of them. Yeah. But, yeah, I just thought she was unconscious. Like, I, they, the scene that freaked me out was when she was in labor, and they, she had a concussion. She didn't know what was happening. No. Oh, So yeah. it looked like the exorcist was, like, giving birth, because she was, like... She was shaking, like, freaking out. And I was just like, oh, wow, that's... And that's... I've never you... thought about, like, a woman who's had a concussion that's trying to give birth to a baby. Like, that's crazy. It's insane. And then she gives... It appears that the child is stillborn. And we see the baby, which is disturbing. And this is the scene... The one scene that I... That I kind of pulled me out was, like, the bad acting the children were doing. Like, when the daughter comes down the stairs and she's like, don't ask me how she is because I don't know. And they're all, like, group hugging. And they're just... It was that. I'm sorry. You know what? I didn't catch on that, but I'm going to have to go back now and watch. It wasn't, like, the worst kid acting ever. Right. But it wasn't on the level of what the adults were doing. Okay, so, so it stood out And it was contrast. one scene, but, you know, they didn't even, they didn't need that. They didn't need to show, like, yeah, they, they know how many kids are there. Anyways, I just had to throw that out there. Okay. There's so, so much blood also. Yes, that's what I was just about uh, to say. Is Mrs. Warren uh, is gushing blood. Uh, the doctors can't get there because uh, there's been another medical emergency. There's also terrible fog, the worst fog they've seen, they say, in years. Long time, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden... Mm-hmm. 
The baby's alive. The baby's baby alive moves. suddenly. And sneezing. Which I, I was adorable happy to see. Adorable that baby was, was very, adorable. That was a big up moment. That, but I I was I as soon as we met those characters, I was like, okay, a baby's going to die. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm still waiting for it. Like, I feel like we must have missed a, a dead kid in some episode. We did. Well, they... A baby died. I'm yeah. Fairly, yeah. It's one had to have. I'm, I'm amazed no, it, it wasn't her. Because, like, everything went wrong. But there. that's, again, what I really enjoyed about this show is, like, it really didn't go with the expected... Like, every storyline, I was like, oh, this is how this is going to end. It, and we'll get to that. With it was the, fairly ha- happy, the most of them. in the finale and yeah. how things ended up for her. But they turn almost everything on their head. Yeah. Right? I don't necessarily even mean this baby, but I'm still thinking that somewhere... How, Some, how could they not tackle that in an episode? It, even if it's in the second season. Of course, lots of It happens in the first episode. Right? Which is still, oh, with, but that's... She wasn't at term. I, I just mean, like... She was, like, eight months pregnant. She was pregnant. Oh, I thought pregnant. she was only, like, six months. No, nope, no. Nope. She, she was pretty much... Second trimester, do. so... Oof. It doesn't matter how pregnant you are. Still, considering the size of that syphilitic shanker... Oh, God, Stop. It's probably for the best. Why are you focusing on that? Okay, so then all the med doctors arrive, and they, you know, patronize to to Jenny and say, oh, you know, she, you know, she, she did a good job. That's amazing that that's your read on that. I thought they I, were being totally sincere. I did, like, too. By calling her very capable. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a total compliment. I think they were complimenting her. If somebody her called for me very capable, I would be extremely. Oh, I, I think they were complimenting her. Yeah. I absolutely don't think they were being mean to her. I'm okay. just saying that's not a compliment. That's it's a compliment. Like, I thought they are I astonished it. that she's capable they, of doing what they can do. Well, it was no. she did she did deliver a baby. No, you're taking the worst possible read off. I no, I were genuinely admirable. I think they they were too. So then they tried to take the baby. Before, before before we move on, there was something like when the baby, she just like shouldn't she have done something to make sure like not that it wasn't dead, but to bring it back. Like she did nothing to bring that baby back to life. They had no even reason to believe it was going to survive. It was two months premature. Like they said, like babies didn't survive that before. The mm-hmm. lungs weren't developed. That's why they were trying to take the baby to the hospital. Yeah, oh, eventually the-, the baby will stop breathing. And the mother wouldn't let them take the baby. She want this show's big on faith and love. Faith and love seem to tie everything. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to center your hospital with a bunch of nuns, there's going to be a lot of talk of like you know what you believe in. Yeah. But uh, I mean, look but, at the things they're using. Look what they're listening to the hearts with. It's like, it's like a, I don't even know what to call it. What it's like a golf tee, a giant golf tee. That's how they're trying to listen to the baby. Like what was she going to do? Like give it mouth to mouth? Well, I don't know. It was dead. Did it? Did she wrap it in anything? They no. put it in that bowl and it set it aside. Dead. Yeah, it's waste, it's medical it. waste. <sighs> I mean, they had to focus on the mother at that point. She's going. She's going into shock. She's still bleeding. It's. I didn't think she was going to live either. I'm a little surprised. I thought she one of them was going to die for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I don't really understand what happened to stop. Like we don't know what happened with the kid. We don't know what happened with the mother, how either of their conditions reversed. I didn't really catch on it because it's well, such a nice the moment. Doctors, but I... The doctors stopped her bleeding. That's how she, like, they sewed her up and they said, you could rest here because taking you to the hospital is not going to make any difference. Yeah. All you're doing is resting there because she wasn't bleeding anymore. They sewed her yeah, up. She's good. But the baby, yeah, it's like, you know. Just, just a miracle. to survive. Exactly. Just They're... like long enough. And then, yeah, the mom, Mrs. Warren, won't let them take the baby. They say, I'm his hospital. I'm his blood. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty good line. Yeah. And they yeah. actually listened to her, which I honestly don't even think would happen. But the husband was on her side, so maybe. Maybe in those days. Yes. I don't know. I, don't know. I think they have ultimate. Well, so they agree they're going to visit them three times a day for six weeks. <laughs> like, that is crazy. Can you imagine now if you had a baby and a nurse came three times a day That's for six a weeks to take care of you? Yeah. Ridiculous. That's amazing. How does that happen? And then every day until we feel maybe put on two ounces. It's fine. Yes, exactly. And then, yes, we learn that Pearl, Pearl lost her baby. Yes. Which is very sad when she goes up to see her. And her kids are just, again, like, out in the street, not being watched. Yeah. At she's... that point, I kind of understand it because she's just had a miscarriage and a 
she's putting her feet up for a little while, but yeah. I get the feeling she doesn't do much parenting even at the best of times. Yeah, that was a rough one. And then Jenny says, you know, the line that um, Trixie tells her, you know, mm-hmm. they're all heroes. You know, you guys are the heroes. Yeah, true. A little over the top, yeah. but true. Uh, did you like Pearl, Hannah? I can't tell. Did I like her? Because um, I kind of went, I, I ended up liking her, but kind of was up and down. When she said she had a shocking discharge, I really liked her. <laughs> and then when I found out she had syphilis, I liked her a little less. Well, I was a really yeah. grossed out by that whole sequence. Her husband was sleeping with that other lady, right? That's so, true. Yeah. The catfight at the beginning is yeah, about her, about her, her husband. Uh, yeah. So he probably gave that to her. Um, I don't think we'd be friends, IRL. <laughs> but I didn't have, like, hate on her. I wasn't, like, judgy. Like, oh, you're the worst mom in this episode. <laughs> I just think <laughs> she's, she's the most polarizing character there is on yeah, the show. She, like, no one else is more Yeah, she definitely... Really. Um, and I wonder if she's in more than that one episode. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't know. I think she might be. They do seem... Based on the finale, which didn't bring us back to Conchita, to Mrs. Warren or the other mother, neither. Yeah. It seems like maybe there's a baby of the week thing going on. Maybe I feel maybe. like babies of the week. Babies of yes. the week. Which I I, I kind of like. Yeah. I want to focus on the people at the the convent, the midwives themselves, and the births because well, once one of the people has gone through the process of the birth, they no longer have anything to use the midwife for. Well, that's, that's right. Well, they're nice to have around. Yeah. You never know. Oh, yes. Jump, I like to jump from pregnancy to pregnancy. Is there anything else in the pilot that we want to talk about? I think no. I had a lot more in the finale. There was a lot more story going on in the finale. The pilot really felt like it wasn't plot-driven, it was character-driven. And we were yeah. just slowly getting introduced to everybody and how that was going to affect Jenny's life. Did you like the pilot less? Um, I wouldn't say I liked it less. No, I, I like the I like the finale better. Yeah, but I really like the pilot. Uh, mostly because they introduced somewhere in the intervening episodes, they introduced my new favorite character, which is Chappie. Yes, yes, yes so everyone's favorite yeah, character. Yeah, Team Chappie. So Chappie is uh, one of the nurses. Newly arrived, probably in the second episode. Who isn't... I would say she's been there for a while, so I think I would say probably second episode. Yeah, she's not in the pilot, so we have to assume, you know, she joins other, somewhere between two and five, Mm -hmm. because we watched number six. Yeah. And the finale really focuses on her. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, in fact... She, sorry, go ahead. I was I'll just, just going to say that stars. Uh, she has two storylines. She has two storylines, both of which kind of combine to be yeah, I think the A plot. And Jenny, the who we saw in pretty much every scene in the pilot, is like the C plot in this episode. Yeah. Uh, well, we do get some more information about her, but yeah, she's definitely in the background a little bit more. Well, her whole storyline is she's it's getting calls Gerald. back and forth with Gerald, who's revealed to be the married man. Yes, we were right. That right. she's in love with. Yes. And uh, they're kind of seem to be, she's been kind of struggling with the guilt of it. Uh, they say that they stop seeing each other to save his wife, to but save his feelings. But she's also feelings. closely involved with the... Jimmy. Sister Monica. Both of those things is what exactly was what I was going to say. That's true. Uh, the Sister Monica plot, which leads to some of the Jimmy stuff. That's where it start, the episode starts with Sister Monica, Joan. Yes, we start with a voiceover. Uh, newborns are always beautiful. Mm-hmm. I beg to differ. That's mm-hmm. not always true. Some babies be ugly. Well. But, uh, yes, and then we see Sister Monica standing on the beach, which for a second I thought was Jenny present day. Yeah. It's just for a split second. Because she's uh, doing the voiceover and mm-hmm. she's standing there. And she wasn't wearing her habit, right? Which is why I didn't recognize her. It's right the first there. time we've seen her long gray hair, right. and she's uh, she's she, she doesn't look entirely out of it, but she's not wearing shoes. I didn't notice that until it was pointed out later in the episode. But yeah, I wasn't. I guess wasn't thinking because she was on the beach. So like you know, that's not too weird that you wouldn't be wearing shoes on the Very beach. Very early in the morning. Yeah, it's an, it's an English beach as well, so it's all stone. Oh, it's freezing, so. of course. Yes, absolutely. 
Uh, and then we get a call, and it's from the police officer, mm-hmm. whose name is Peter. Peter. Um, and Trixie answers the phone. He asks, who is it? And she says, oh, well, it's not your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at that point, did you guys have any guesses? We later find out that... I had assumed that Jenny was seeing him and, like, trying to move on from this weird past relationship that's hinted at. Interesting. Uh, I thought it was uh, the other girl. Christine? Is that her name? When did the scene... <sighs> uh, Christine Franklin? Yeah, we haven't met the new girl yet. We right. haven't met Chummy yet when we saw that. Oh, yeah, the oh police is pretty much right away. Yeah, it's true. I would not lie I kind of didn't think about Cynthia. that line at all. Her name is Cynthia. Um, Camilla is Chummy. Cynthia is... Cynthia is the, the fourth nurse, the, the smaller girl, the yes. short hair. Because yes. you have a selection of nuns and you have a selection of nurses all working together. And living together. And living together. Yes. Okay, so not important then. I, yeah, I, for a split second agreed, I thought it was Jenny, and then I was like, no, it's Cynthia, I bet. Uh, but it was neither. I think I ignored it. It was chummy. Um, so, Dr. Turner comes, um, Monica, Sister Monica gets prepared. Brought back by the police. She's found wandering the streets with no shoes on in the cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She trips up the stairs, which looked very painful. That yes. Was sad. This was actually very hard to watch this yes. episode. She was. And, you know, she was such a, lo- a joy in the pilots. And it's just six episodes later and you're seeing her, like, really struggle Monica and fall apart. Fall, yeah, exactly. Do, I, either, do we know how much time has passed? Seems like a few months. Quite a, I think. It's not more than a year. Sure. No. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell. Is there any real, there's no real there was marker no, of time. What season was it in the first, that went, anyway. It was 1957 in the first episode. Yeah. Spring, I said. Spring. And it's, it's nice enough out in the finale. I would say we haven't gone through winter. Yeah. Um, and if Probably it, only a few weeks, maybe even. If that. A month or two. Who knows. If, if Chummy is introduced in the second episode. Let's assume she is. Probably, yes. Then yeah. she's had to have time to develop this relationship with she's this constable. She's one of the main cast members, yeah. And they're far along, and they're pretty conservative in their relationship. Yes. So yeah. I feel like they've been dating a while. A while. But she, this big plot for her is uh, he's also meeting her, her uh, mother for the first time. Yes. Mother's return from India, where it turns out she's a dame. Oh, that's quite a ways away. Yes. Sorry, don't mean to jump ahead. So, Dr. Turner uh, calls pneumonia the old people's friend. I thought Ooh. that was really sad. Did you guys think that was sad? Yeah. If they're ready to go, it'll take you know, It's like, <laughs> oh no. Such a brutal vision. I was happy to hear that the nurses um, believe in medicine over prayer, <clears throat> right? When yeah. they're trying to convince Sister Monica to take her penicillin. Since Monica, the mentally ill one, is the one opposed to penicillin. Yeah, because she, she, she has pneumonia. Yeah. Saying it won't change the world. And penicillin won't change the world. Yes. It's and, new in this, which is crazy. Yes. And, and it, it's changed a lot of things. Thank, thank, the world among them. Yes. Uh, she, and what's the reason she gives? She says because Nostradamus didn't predict it and he was an apothecary. <laughs> She's got some great dialogue yes, in this episode. Yes, she does. Are you so, trying to summon up a fart? That's no sister. I am praying for strength. <laughs> One of them. Yes, it's a great quote. The, uh, that's when we meet uh, Chummy, right? And she gets a letter from her mom who says she's coming to visit. And uh, she tells the girls, ask her, oh, has she caught wind of your romance? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's when I put together, one, like, okay, she must be the one that's dating the police officer. Jenny also gets a letter from Gerald. A love letter. <laughs> the main thing I took from it was we broke two hearts for the sake of saving one. Yes. The other thing he and said like to see her was why did I choose to phone you that, that day night. of all days? And we never get to find out what that's about. No. So, so we missed whatever whatever time he chose to finally reach out to her was either bad for her or bad for him. Or bad uh, for both of them? I'm not sure. That was a really interesting line, because I thought, what could it be? What could it be? So this means that we're not seeing, we're probably not seeing constant threads of this in every episode. Like, if if it was just one call that came up, 
Like, has yes. this... What, the, the other thing is, like, has this call happened on the show, or is it from a while ago? Because... No, no, it's happened... It has to have happened in the intervening time. I, I think it? so, too. But then there was that thing it said in the letters, like, I haven't seen you in so long or talked to you in so long that I felt like... But I so there's it was been a long silence. But a just long because silence. you made the call doesn't mean they spoke. They no. left a message or, mm-hmm. you know, like we don't know what the conversation was. I agree with Piers. I think that it definitely happened and we definitely missed it. Yeah. That's a big plot point. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, if it caused her aversion, her reaction to him in the first episode when she's finally opening up about it would have been different. Yeah. yeah. So then we meet our next pregnant mom who is unmarried. Oh, yes. She's come to town to surprise the father, who turns out is a sailor out. Yes. He's away at sea. And uh, is it Jenny? Jenny is the one that first examines Yes, it is. But because she's She doesn't believe that this woman is telling the truth about how far along she is. Mm -hmm. So what we learn is, right, she's moved to London to just find the man who got her pregnant. He doesn't know she's coming. And in fact, he's actually gone away to sea as far as she knows. Yes. She may or may not be lying about when she got pregnant. Quite potentially. I th- I, that's I what I took from when she said... Like, she gives birth in the episode. Yeah. And also, it's like, it looks... When, when Jenny first examines her, it's like, it looks like you're further along than you think. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so we it's like, find out the reason for that is because... Well, we'll get to that. The, well, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, what is there? Because there's more than one baby in there. So yeah. she's a lot bigger than she would be. And that's, that's the only way they have to judge is by the size of the woman. It, mm-hmm. also, it made me wonder that whole episode, like, have we seen this woman before? I I would assume so. See, I think if she'd stuck around for the, uh, for the examination with Nurse Jenny, she would have, like, she would have put that little ear tube... Up to the belly, her three Oh, she might beats. have been able to figure that out for sure. Absolutely. I'm just saying because... But she did say she had a, a physician that had yeah. examined her. That's I mean, true. they don't have the technology back then to tell stuff like that. But my point is because of all those red flags, I was like, okay, this this lady's, lady's a crazy stalker, right? Yeah. Right away, I judged her. I was like, she's lying about this man being father. She's just trying to get this guy to marry her. And then, and then when she finally has three children by herself in the dark, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this dude's never coming back. And then we see them together and happy by the end of the episode. Again, yeah, I was, exp- I didn't think she was crazy. I thought Wait, he, would, he would turn up as she's giving birth with like another girl see? or something. I, oh, okay, gotcha. I was expecting another girl the whole time. Yeah. Or that he, like, wasn't actually with her, that he met her that one time and she's but just she delusional. she did let him herself into his apartment. She did. So, so she, she must have had a key. key or something. Or she found a key. Or she got it from a neighbor, right? I mean, back then, again, it's like, it's such a different time. You show up and you say, oh, I'm pregnant with so-and-so's baby. You're like, oh, the landlord's going to let you in, right? Yeah. I mean, they would never do that now. No. But, yeah, I just was really impressed. And the other thing that really impressed me was... Um, the Chummy storyline, because she went from, like, a proposal to broken up to married all in one episode. In one episode. That's a, yeah, that, you're right. That's a lot of ground you to cover. You would never see that in an American show. I was show not expecting ever. that. That's like I know. two seasons. And they spend no time on it. Like, Nothing. wedding is like a two-hour event if you're on, like, ABC or whatever, yeah. right? Like that. That's going to be Schmidt's entire storyline from New Girl by the end on of On Nashville? Like, Raina and... What's his name? I've been engaged forever. Like the whole season was about planning the wedding, and yeah. of course, they got called off at the last oh, minute. Of course, so they can do a second season of it. So she can get engaged uh. to somebody else. Anyways, okay. So then we see Monica shoplifting, which was a great scene, which was really stressful for me. Like to me, she seems like she really is suffering from dementia. Yes, like she's I just acting like a child. She's acting very strangely, especially in the shoplifting scenes, but she is so collected pretty much all the time, even when she's caught shoplifting. That well, that's scene. what I mean, right? She's lost her kind of shame or her, like, yeah. 
It's hard to explain. She's having no trouble with memory, is what I mean. No trouble with memory or with communicating. That's with not people. true, because she didn't remember where she got the jewelry from. And she didn't remember that woman giving it to her. Neither she did has, that woman. No, yeah, she was she in did. a different she convent. She wasn't around them. She had nothing to do with it. Of course. She has moments of clarity, right? She has mm-hmm. certain lucid moments where she can remember things. But, I mean, even in the courtroom scenes when she's fighting back against herself. Against herself, saying that would they have prescribed penicillin, penicillin to a mentally unstable person? She's, it's in the so courtroom scene, everything she's saying is a pertinent point. She just has, a, she shouldn't be arguing at all. No. No! I'm just, she's like, stabbing herself in the face. Like, whew, terrible. Hmm. So we finally meet the super couple. They're talking about meeting the parents because mom is coming to town. Yes. Uh, they talk about when she met his parents and accidentally stepped on their dog. I thought that was pretty funny. That was a nice little throwaway. Chummy is set up as being very clumsy. I know. Well, I mean, she's a large lady, especially compared to the three other girls who are quite petite, right? It makes her look even bigger than she really is. But how do you tell, like, six feet, probably? The actress, the actress, the the writer of the book, when, uh, when it was being... Before it was developed as a TV series, she always said that if it ever was to be be on TV, that she wanted that particular actress. The author Jennifer Worth, the actress Miranda Hart. Thank you, thank you. Perfect. Well, she was amazing. She was one of my favorite parts of the finale for sure. Yeah. Uh, So he finally uh, says, "I love you." He drops the "I love you" bomb. Yes. She's pretty happy. Yeah, she's very pleased. Uh, And then mom shows up, and she's wearing a giant bird on her head. Yeah. Oh, that beautiful fur hat? Yeah. No, it was made of feathers. Oh, it was feathers. I liked it. It was different feathers from different types of birds, I think. I loved her mother. Maybe it was like duck feathers? She was the worst. Oh my gosh. So yes, that would lead to the worst, worst tea party ever. Yeah. How did we feel about that? That was pretty tough. A good display of English foods. They had some nice little sandwiches. There was talk of salmon and aspic. There was talk of jellied eel. Uh, this was a good episode for... Then she talks about the weather. It was so oh, great. She gives the weather 6, six out, out of 10. 10. It's the perfect insult. Yeah. I love I it. It was very strange for me watching because it's, it's very know, negative. my family and, and yeah. things that I've had to sit through and just attitudes when... And, she has the um, freak out about, you know, you know, even if you were off doing charity work in Africa, you'd be a spinster, but at least my friends would understand. Yeah. Like, I could tell yeah. my friends you were doing something respectable. Mm-hmm. And it's so, I think my grandparents were a lot like that, and it sort of leached into my parents. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do it consciously, but it's like a weird layer that got sent to them because their parents were so like, doesn't matter how bad things are on the inside. As long as the neighbors think everything's fine. Yeah. Keeping up appearances. Yeah. I, it drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. So I had a problem with mama. She was, she was a bit rough. I mean, I doubt there's anyone who really liked her. Yeah. She is a very caustic woman and she's very cold towards, uh, her own daughter. Yeah. And also called all her clothes ugly, which was super mean. So then, um, that doesn't go great. No. <laughs> she basically says that uh, she should not be dating that cop. She was just very d- disappointed to find out that he was only a constable. Yes, because she, she in the letter, wrote that she was dating a man in uniform. So her mm-hmm. mother assumed he was a soldier. Which would have been slightly more respectable. Apparently, I guess, yeah. Well, in fact, being a cop is, is not uh, too high class. Though if the guy was anything less... Than an officer. So then he them. proposes yeah. marriage. Yes. Second second show in a row we've watched now, marriage proposal. Uh, yeah. At the- she has a straight up panic attack and breaks up with him. Yep. Saying that she's making him uncomfortable. Or she, he's, he's making, making her, her uncomfortable. uncomfortable. The worst rejection of a wedding proposal And that ever. speech, I mean, it was heartbreaking. It when was. She was saying, you know, she always felt too big and with him she feels small and like she she's not going to break anything and she's never had that before and then boom it's over like that was that was tough i didn't why do you think she did that because her mother that's the only reason yes devotion to her family she comes from uh absolutely she's very i feel like she definitely yeah yeah, absolutely i totally agree she's afraid of her mother Mm -hmm. but that goes away pretty quickly when the thing i think she is really afraid of gets taken off the table and that is 
having sex with him. Like, that's what she's really afraid of. Mm-hmm. Did you think? I absolutely think that. Right. When she's in the ter- church talking to Jenny, and Jenny says, there's nothing in your way, and she says, yes, there is. And that's the thing. That's the thing she's scared to do. And I then, think that comment's referring to her mother, to her family being in her way. Like, Jenny says that no one's in your way, but her family is very clearly but, standing in her way. Her family matters to her. I think sex it's doesn't, talking about herself. I don't think they are going to have sex. They are. They did before they got married. What, you mean from the trench coat scene and the... Yes. Did they just kiss? You really think that's... I know for a fact. Her mom says, I want to buy you a wedding dress. She says, I'll let you buy me a pantsuit or whatever it is. Skirt suit. She said, at least make it white. Uh And she says, it's it's no longer appropriate. Nice. I missed that. Great line. Ah. She had sex with him. And that's the thing she was so afraid of. I don't... I still don't agree with that. I still think it's... episodes... Two through five. There's going to be a lot of talk about her being worried about... It'll come... She will specifically state that that's the problem. I, yeah. I think it's just her rejecting her families, what they what they are demanding of her. And I think it's the moment when she helps this woman give birth that she realizes she can do whatever she wants. Because that girl is talking about doing something brave. She, she talks about taking a chance on this man and getting pregnant by him. The bravest and best thing she ever did. Yes, Because she I took do. a chance and... It, turned out with she got three beautiful kids i agree with that as well and a similar scene to that one is when uh jenny is talking to cynthia and cynthia says you know i just don't want mm-hmm. chummy running away from happiness mm-hmm. and right. that's the scene earlier i was saying about where jenny's face changes and, and you can see her. her deciding mm-hmm. to talk to gerald and yeah. to give in and we know nothing about that or that he's contacted her or we've missed the phone call. And it's she never says anything. It's mm-hmm. just on her face. Yeah. And it was completely clear to me exactly what she mm-hmm. was about to do. Yeah. So I think, you know, great donut here in certain cases where it's like these actors and the writing is so good that you can still follow the story even though we've missed the meat all we have is the bread. <laughs> so she he, he she calls Gerald and a woman answers the phone and she immediately says wrong number and hangs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then And then Monica gets busted stealing. Oh yes. that happens now, yeah. And I thought it was hilarious how she um just like the guy catches her, he pulls it out and she's like, Oh my goodness, you she treats it as if he just did a trick. And she takes the spoon and walks away with it. Yeah. She's got some cojones in that scene. Yeah. She basically talks her way out of it. She so claims that he, as he pulls it from her pocket, she claims that he's putting it there. Yeah. Like a magic trick. Yeah. And it's, she just uh, smiles and walks away with it. And then so, he's like, I've had it. And yeah. he calls the cops. Uh, Dr. Turner agrees to testify. She's mentally ill. She, oh. uh, no, that this is, this scene was also great. All the quotes I've written down are, are all from Sister Monica. Okay. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them. Yeah, actually, yeah, all of them. Um, when the police come in and they're like, do you mind if we search your room? And she just says, who to you? And sticks out her tongue. <laughs> I can like, hear that. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's a real anti-authoritarian. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, she was really great. Uh, Gerald calls back. He seems super creepy to me. Like, oh, I yeah. don't know about you guys, but just based on that one phone call, I was like, It's, Get it's away always from weird to, to hear some... Like, the, sh- the way they film it is strange, because it's over his shoulder, so you can't see his face. He's in his office. There's clearly a family photo on his desk that's mm-hmm. blurred out. And he's talking in kind of this, like, low, wi- hush whisper, like... Yeah. Oh, it's so good to, to hear your it's, voice again, Yeah, it's Jay. like dirty voice. Yeah, I... It's not... <laughs> I he's, feel like there's a connection there between them, but it doesn't set him up well. Yeah. It sets him up as a philanderer. He says... Yeah, he says, he's, I'm still married, and I'm I always, always will be. Still married. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, what's that about? Like, what is so important about this woman that he won't leave her? I think it's maybe a matter also of... This comes back to, to Chummy's family and this British standard of, of pride. Like, yeah, I guess. You know, you're you're expected you got a little bit of duty to do there. Yeah. And this is also 57, so divorce is a whole different bag, right? Definitely. Right. I don't think it's an easy thing to do, but I, I also think there's something that we're missing in that story that... That maybe she's ill, or she's 
I don't know. Perhaps don't know Gerald's in a position of power or I something? D- yeah, I didn't get any vibes of, like, what the issue is, but yeah. I think it's got to be more than, like, well, I married someone else, so I'm married to him now. You I know? wonder if we've gotten any more information about Gerald in the intervening episodes. I would think so. But I think how much so. more? Because, like, we're not... We still haven't even seen his face. Yeah, we know almost nothing about him. Absolutely. I mean, he doesn't even get mentioned by name in the pilot. No. That's right. And then in the finale, all we see is that one phone call, basically, right? That's all we get of him. And the letter. So maybe... And the letter he writes, which is also sort of creepy. Also sort yeah. of creepy. Yeah. Once again, I don't know about that, that. deep, threatening voice. Yes. So, so I feel like we would have gotten... This, this is a scene where Chummy thinks that becoming a nun is the solution to all her problems. That's what mm-hmm. made me think that it was sex that she was worried about. Okay. Because they have this very weird conversation about her joining the order. And she specifically says, like, it's the only solution to my current problem. And Jenny says, no, it's just another place to hide. It's not... It's not... Um, it's not going to take away your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to help you avoid the problem. And that's when Jenny says, there's nothing in your way with being with this man that you love. And she knows about the problems with the mom, right? So I don't think she's talking about that. But joining the Mm -hmm. order would also be the solution to... That's what the mother's proposing, is that she gets... Like, she said her mother wants her to be a missionary. Yeah, she wants her to go off to Africa and help poor people. I don't think she wants to become a nun. But if if she signed up with the convent... She would be fulfilling the same things. Then she's helping poor people for a religious reason, and she has a reason for being a spinster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? So it fulfills way. the same qualifications, but doesn't require her to move? Well, I guess we'll never know, unless we meet the writer. Or I'm actually probably going to keep watching. watching this show. Yes, that's true. We can watch the middle episodes and yeah. figure it out. I would love to see the next seasons of this. So we see the trial. Uh, everyone's wearing wigs, just like they do here. Very, very yes. lovely. Well, there was the scenes. We, we quickly went over it. it Somehow, somewhat throughout this podcast, but okay. where Jenny finds the jewelry in the drawer right. in Sister Monica's room, mm-hmm. and she's like, "These are expensive." And prior to this, they were counting on it just being little things that she stole. Little things she, she stores, was like thimbles and yeah, ribbons and doodads. Yeah. And so the cops are kind of on. They've already brought her back to the house. But once. now she has jewelry that's worth a lot of money. And Jenny believes it's stolen, and she wants to hide it, but then they can't find it again. Yeah, she comes back later, and it's gone. And it turns out it's in her knitting bag. Yes, and it falls out of her knitting bag in front of the other nuns, who immediately call the cops on her. So, don't don't commit any crimes at the convent. Oh, and Jenny, well, they yeah. have no loyalty. Yeah. Well, they got uh, they got a, a boss upstairs they got to listen to first. Jenny is also reprimanded for not telling the other sisters... About the jewelry that she found. She'd known for three days at this point yes. about the jewelry. Jenny okay. is persuaded to just say nothing just about it. Just say the nothing. Jewelry. Trixie. I think she talks to Trixie, yeah. Because Don't do anything. Who's, who's the other Keep nurse? The third shit. one? It's Trixie. Cynthia. Cynthia. Because Cynthia is too drunk on wine and bread pudding. Sorry, sherry and bread pudding. Yeah. To, to act as the other devil, the angel on the shoulder. This yeah, time. they've got a great relationship, the girls. I love their scenes together. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I mean, she spends, then Monica spends the whole time in court interrupting the judge, fighting the, her own lawyer on every issue. Yes. She Shame that she is. it much worse. And then she finally remembers where she got the jewelry from, and she tells Jenny to reach out to another nun in another convent. They can't contact her. Uh, no one's answering the phone because they've got a vow of silence or mm-hmm. something. So she drives out there with Jimmy, mm-hmm. and we haven't met Jimmy yet. He popped up somewhere. He's a suitor to Jenny. Jimmy and Jenny. Oh, I think so Jimmy, Jimmy, there, there's been some. Well, there's been something. There's something been happening. Like I think, I think he. Well, she said he would do anything for her, so I think he's mm-hmm. in love with her, and, and she nuns, is in love with Gerald. The other nuns are all obviously aware that he's into her, so he's been coming around. But when they're on the drive. Uh, he starts asking her why she's been so closed off lately. Yeah, he calls her a closed drawbridge. Compares her to a closed drawbridge, and she she gets a little. Eventually, apologizes in the morning when they wake up, and she says, "I'm sorry that if I hurt you." I'm guessing after the phone call with uh, Gerald, that could have been that could have led to her reacting to something, to closing herself off, because she's completely in love with Gerald. Right? She says she can't commit herself to any other man. 
So if this door suddenly reopens with this guy, suddenly any relationships you had maybe blossoming with Jimmy is going to close for a while, right? Yeah, but it definitely did feel like they maybe had at least been on a couple dates. Yeah, Yeah. possibly. Made out of it. Well, he's he's taking her there in a delivery car of some kind, right? Did you guys see what business he worked for? Yeah, someone made a joke about it. It had a dirty joke on the car or something. I didn't really get it. The name on the hood was from a dirty book, but I couldn't couldn't zoom in enough to make it. Yeah, I couldn't see it either. Uh, so our young, our young pregnant mom calls for help. Sin- no, Kathy. Kathy. Kathy Powell. And, uh, Chummy goes to her rescue. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she loses her kit on the way. Yes. She gets run over by a car. And when she shows up, little miss, I'm going to give birth in heels, has no power, no... Oh, she finds her on the street, but, well, that doesn't... No crib, no <laughs> towels to wrap the baby in. She has, she has nothing. She's not ready for a baby. She comments you're a little unprepared. And she ends up with three. Yeah, like, it's crazy. what a nightmare. That's... I... Yeah, I, I wrote that here. Three, ki- three kids, oh my god. Uh, it was bizarre to see one after the other coming. She's, yeah. And she's surprised. She doesn't know why she's in pain. No one's told her triplets. Yes. I mean, they're right that the women... But the babies all make it. Heroes. The two of them, you know, they get through the night. Mm-hmm. Although I really felt like it was the same shot of that one baby over and over again. Quite like, possible. Yeah. But they just kept moving had the same, baby. like, blood trickle every, all three times when they were like, and it's fine. And it's fine. And, and it's fine. fine. Yeah, pretty great. So, yeah, then uh, Trummy turns up at the police station in the classic girl move, nothing but a trench coat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she had given her nurse's outfit to wrap one of these babies. Yes. She and wasn't also, just pulling them in. it's a go-to, you know. We've all been there. Although, she, to be fair, it's a nice old-fashioned twist on it, because she says, I'm nearly naked. I know. And I love that, that women have been doing that since the 50s. That's great. It's hilarious. So yeah, <laughs> then they, you know, they make out and it's pretty hot. And then bam, immediately it's wedding day. Uh, not oh, yet. Wait. First we find out that Monica's family was oh, also yes. quite wealthy and that the jewelry was left to her after her mother passed and mm-hmm. kept in a bank um, by the church while she was a nun, and now that she is nearing the end of her days, they're returning it to her in hopes that it'll bring back memories of her childhood. Yeah. Very sweet. And she very almost sweet. went to jail for it. Much like the first, much like the pilot, this episode ends on a very sweet note. Yeah. All around. Everyone's so happy. she gets off, they let her go, even for the minor dropped. crimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jimmy takes she them makes, all. She makes the point to the, the nun who testifies for her that she didn't recognize the jewelry, at, just like she didn't recognize that she was stealing. Yes, which we don't know is entirely true. No. But they went for it, <laughs> and that's all that matters. There's right? a lot made by the various other nuns in this episode, including Pam Ferris, um, who's the kind of tough nun. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to Evangeline. Yeah. Um, did you, anyone notice that's uh, Miss Trunchbull from Matilda? Never, yeah. No. That's the uh, the villain of, of the movie Matilda. Yeah, she's fantastic. I love oh, well, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Carrying on. Uh, she says that she's wily as a fox and she's constantly like, Yes, like there's she a knows quite a debate between whether she's being willfully disobedient or she has dementia. And I honestly think it's both. Oh, yeah. I think she lives in a. Dementia or mental illness, I think she lives in a world completely divorced from our own. Yeah. Like she believes oh, in especially, aliens. Especially that scene when where Jenny does find the jewelry. She has that insane freak out. Well, she loses it. She's crying about her stuff being taken away. And again, that's another scene where she's acting very childlike, which is a symptom it's of a symptom like Alzheimer's yeah. and dementia, is that she's just... It's like a three-year-old that you take the truck away from, right? Yeah. It's just like, it feels so sad. And it's like, you don't need those handkerchiefs or those beads or, like, their list, they make a list of all the items, right? And it's, it's like, small. 12 spoons. And it's, yeah. like, oh. dozens of things. Did you write the list I have down? No, I have one more quote, and it's also by her. All right, Please, but it's, it. from, it it's from this. It's the end of the her monologue. Uh, and she says, is the devil tempting me or am I ill? I used to know so much and now I don't even know myself. Aww, that is sad. And then she, yes, it was. So then, yeah, Jimmy takes them all for a ride in the car, Mm -hmm. all the nuns, that was really cute. Jenny writes to Gerald, which I did not love. Not great, but sets up a nice feat for the second season. And then Charmy calls her mother, Lady Brown, and tells her what's what. 
Right? Mm -hmm. That was the best part. She says, sorry, you're no longer entitled. Yes, and that's what she says. She can no longer wear a white dress because she's no longer a virgin. And uh, then and it then ends we up go, good, for you. good for you. Why do fools fall in love? Oh, that's right. The, 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 I like the soundtrack in the finale a lot better than the pilot. Yes, and then we have the wedding. And um, newlyweds are always beautiful. They repeat the quote from the beginning and change babies to newlyweds. And the, this episode was all about new beginnings, right? Mm-hmm. All about starting over. Oh, and also... All about... Following your dreams. Taking chances. Just, yeah. Just going Saying for it. Saying a line again from the pilot. I don't know if we if we said this. Please. But uh, the, the line about Venus aligning. Yes. It also comes up again in this episode. Yes. As well as there was that great scene when the jewelry falls out of her bag where um, uh, she, where was it? Like she explains the tension in the room because Venus is... Out of alignment? Yeah, Hold Venus on. is out of alignment with something. I was actually interested. I'd like to know... Um, as she, whenever Saturn, s- Saturn is in retrograde again. Yes. And like, it, it, there's that awkward silence, and they all know it's because of her. Uh-huh. And then she's like, oh, I, don't you all know what's going on? Saturn is Saturn's no longer... In, yeah. yeah, it's in retrograde. And everybody's like, no, it's, it's you. Yeah. Um, I was. I am wondering, actually, if if anything Sister Monica says, because I have no idea what she means when Saturn is in retrograde. And I'm wondering, like, if I was to look it up, if it would all actually reflect what's happening in the story. If she's actually saying something prescient. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Great Interesting show, though. Really great show. Yeah. Well, we should wrap it up. Maybe yes. Pick our time to pick the next, next episode. Week. So, what numbers do you guys want this week? Okay. My number this week. Going to be zero, zero, nine. Okay, number nine, Saskia. What would you like your number to be? I'm gonna go with eight hundred and forty-three. Nine and eight hundred and forty-three. I guess if you just want to say it as nine. Got it. Okay, nine is a show called Cracked. Cracked. They shoot that here, I think. Okay, Vancouver local show. That'd be interesting. It's not a Canadian show, but I think they just shoot it here. I, I would still like to see locations and places I've been. Don't. Whoa, it's a new s- series. Well, you picked a number at the top of the list, and it's in... Oh, uh, is it in recent? by season? year. I see. Well, I didn't. Uh, so, sorry, Saskia, what did you say? 843? 843? 843is... 24. Oh! So, we will either be watching 24 or Cracked. 24. 24. I think it's definitely going to be 24. But we will get back to you and we will let you know. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I I can't believe it's 24. Episode 3 of TV Donuts. You can find us online at at TV Donut on Twitter or we have a Facebook page up. Uh, Follow us on SoundCloud. Share us around. Yes, please, because we love you. Very much. Nope, good. Parting barbs from Saskia. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.